0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Deserts of Plenty. My name is Ralph, and uh, this podcast is about, um, well, trying to make our way in this crazy, mixed-up world, in a world where we are inundated with calories, but devoid of nutrition, inundated with information, but devoid of knowledge, and awash in experiences, but devoid of connection. It's, uh, It's an odd time... To be alive and um uh, oh boy I, i'm bad with names i forget the guy that was talking about this um but he was sort of referencing because you know at the like every people that have ever lived always thinks well this is the end times right there's there have been doomsday cults since there have been people and uh certainly if you look at history you can think you know, if I think if you lived in northern China in the 14th century, you know, and every time the Mongols came, you're like, oh yeah, this is this is the end of the world, and and for a lot of those people, it was the end of their world. Or if you lived in Europe in the 14th century, um, you know, and and the Black Death is killing one of every two people. Uh, but uh, even now, it feels like, oh, you know, I, I mean, I always have this feeling like, oh, this is. this really feels like something, you know, we're building towards some kind of big catastrophe. But then I remind myself, well, every culture has always felt that way from basically the beginning of time. But um, there's a fella, and I forget his name, and I apologize. Um, I should have Googled it, but it just struck me to think about it, to talk about it now. And he said, okay, so assuming that human beings have existed for 250,000 years, which is yeah, that could be 100,000 to 250,000, whatever, but he picked 250,000 years, the history of human beings, since our ancestors became recognized as modern humans. Uh, and he said, if you had a 1,000 page book, so every, and every page of that book represented 250 years, for the first 990 or so pages, not much happens. Right, there's they're still living in or I guess it would be up until about you know maybe 5,000 years ago so what's that 20 pages <laughs> I'm not doing the math in my head very quickly. Uh, but yeah like 20 pages so up until like page 980 basically nothing happens. I mean nothing new it's always it's the same stuff. they're hunter-gatherers they're living in um, on the plains in Africa they start to go out. So some things are happening, but it's slow. So basically, the last page, page 1000, that we are living in today started around, you know, 1750, 1760. And almost everything that you see around you has been invented or has been made or has been improved in this last 250 years. And even this last paragraph, which would represent what? the last 50 years uh 30 40 50 years you, the, the amount of change that is happening uh it really does feel like you know if you were if you were an alien reading this book you'd be pretty bored till about page 980 and if, if you kept going oh it starts to pick up now it's picking up and you get to the last page you're like oh my god what is gonna happen so i, I think about that a lot and uh It's true, right? It's like, oh, this last page has been quite uh, the revelation, a lot going on. Pretty hard to pack all that into just a (laughs) a few paragraphs. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think that is good because that really kind of encompasses the way I feel about uh, things that it's, uh, there's so much going on. This is another thing that i was reading this one this guy i know uh, Yuval noah harari his book one, one of his books i have read a couple of his books now homo sapiens i haven't read so but i've read homo deus which i really enjoyed uh and now i'm reading 21 lessons for the 21st century and this is in his book and he says like there's just so much going on in the world a no no person understands everything that's going on in the world uh or has an understanding you know people may have understandings of their own fields but to know what's going on in this whole world is just it's just too much and and additionally you know our hunter-gatherer brains which to go back to the you know two hundred fifty thousand years the thousand page book you know our, our brains were designed for page 500 or 600 or 700 or 800 or 900. they're not designed for this and so we have to rely on Systems that were made to keep us alive in the savannah to navigate the world as it appears now and it's just Seemingly an impossible task Uh, And everybody's doing the best they can but uh, so I'm very forgiving of people um, Because we're all just trying to make sense out of what seems nonsensical anyway this brings me to what I wanted to chat about today, because so I, I had an odd experience, but not unprecedented. It's an odd experience, but it happens now with great regularity. I was uh, at my theater, the Stoke app, and uh, I was chatting with a friend of mine, and she, uh, we were just you know catching up, and uh, she said, "Oh, I went and saw you know this movie, this movie that I'll just call X." And uh, I was intrigued uh, because at that point I hadn't seen it and I was just curious uh, what her thoughts were since this is uh, a recent movie that's come out and it's, it's generated a lot of conversation for a variety of reasons. And, uh, and the interesting thing was before she told me her thoughts, she did a check. She looked over her right and her left shoulder to make sure nobody was listening. And I was just like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You had to do a check to see if anybody overheard your opinion about a movie. Uh, now I, I didn't say that out loud, but in my brain I said that. And then she went on to tell me what she thought of the movie. Now what the movie is, I, I don't wanna say what the movie is because it's, it's like everything now, it's so political. That if I mention it, you know, I'll be either a a hero or a villain to many people just by mentioning the name of the movie, regardless of what I thought of it or what anybody else thought of it. So uh, I won't mention the movie because it doesn't matter. It could have been anything. It could have been any movie. But the fact that this person had to do a check and look to make sure nobody was listening. I I was absolutely... Well, two things happen at once. Oh, yeah, I get it. I I think I might actually do the same thing or I might lower my voice to make sure nobody overheard my opinion of a movie. And and, uh, so I struck, of course, and then also, like, that's, what is going on? That seems so far and above what, you know, (laughs) I even struggle to talk about it. Like, who, is there anybody that would think That's a desirable situation that we've become so political and and so tribal that to I mean, I'm not even talking about religion or politics or, you know, feminism or, you know, anything that's like a hot button issue or a topic that is fraught trans rights. There's another one racism that that are that are that are. you know, uh, fraught with a lot of emotion. It's just the opinion of a movie. But that movie, or all, all movies now pretty much, everything or everything is so tied up and caught up in politics that it's it, they're they're linked and you cannot separate them. And that's the future, it seems to me, like where depending on what tribe you're in, you will be told, oh, this movie is acceptable. That one is not. You must like this one. That one you don't. And even if you go and you don't like a certain movie, you've got to pretend that you do in order to get on with the tribe. And um, we're all willingly and voluntarily doing this. And it just strikes me as incredibly odd. Because, again, it's just a movie. And I recalled, uh, if if you know me, (laughs) you probably know I am not a fan of the, the Abrams movies, the Star Wars anything he's done, really. Uh, I think he's great at coming up with premises And uh, Lost. The first season of Lost is great. And the first, I guess, two-thirds of Westworld, I adore. But, you know, for me, he just doesn't pull it off. Um, but I'm uh, very critical of his Star Wars movies. And again, the reasons are immaterial. Um, but I thought they were bad movies, poorly constructed, and uh well yeah i guess the the reasons are a bit immaterial because i i just think they're bad movies i i think there's and again without going into too much detail because it's it's not the the amount of detail isn't isn't relevant but the point the point is i know why i don't like these movies and it has nothing to do with you know luke's character not fulfilling what i thought it should be or not liking a diverse cast. In fact, I like the casting. Um, the actor that plays Ren, I'm a fan of, uh, and, and I like all the actors and all the, the casting I thought was great. Uh, it's just, I don't think it's a good story. Um, you know, and, and just, it makes errors that I don't think a first-year uh, screenwriter would make, like a a novice screenwriter would make these mistakes um but when i would express this opinion on on social media and this goes back to whenever that came out i guess in the mid 2010s um i was told repeatedly by people that oh these are not the reasons you don't like this movie here are the real reasons you don't like it and and so people were dictating to me why i didn't like the movie and the subtext was to label me with uh, certain undesirable uh, traits. And I was... At first I thought it was funny. And then I didn't think it was so funny. Um, and now I, too, am very careful about what I write about. And again, not about hot, hot button or hot topics. You know, there's, there's an old saying, like, don't talk about, you know, religion or politics. Uh, it's not even about that. It's about what I thought of a certain movie. I, I feel like I can't even do that in any kind of way without uh, people presupposing my politics or what I think about certain things or whose side I'm on or anything and that's just that so how are we ever supposed to have conversations about real divisive issues uh there's another quote that i like a lot about you know, when it comes to divisive issues we're either talking or we're fighting and that's violence so it's it's there's two ways to me out of this this deadlock or i guess i wouldn't say deadlock yet but it seems like it's getting there where i mean already like in the states i'm not sure if it's true of canada but in the states the number one predictor of the person someone will marry is are they of the same political class as you like democrats marry democrats republicans marry republicans and neither the twain shall meet and uh i think that's sad honestly i really enjoy having conversations with people Like good people with whom I disagree. I've learned so much. And uh, from talking to people with whom I disagree, you know, um, in a respectful way. I mean, of course, there are jerks on both sides, even if we're talking just a dichotomy. And there's not a dichotomy, there's like, there's centrists and all kinds of different types of people. But I, I enjoy talking with people two people with whom I disagree. And I have friends and family members and acquaintances on all sides of the political spectrum. And uh, because I listen to people and talk to them and I don't judge, people tell me. Um, and it's it's very interesting to me to see and learn who is right wing, um, especially where I live. I live in downtown Toronto and I'm in the arts community Uh, I mean, that's a pretty liberal place, and there are quite a lot of libertarians and conservatives, and uh, uh, if any of you are hearing this, I totally understand why you have to go deep underground, some of you, many of you. In fact, I'm not sure I know of a conservative improviser who's living out as a conservative. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Anyway, I, to me, it's just, is that is that the future we want? Where before you give an opinion about something as mundane as a movie, you have to check around and make sure no one's listening, or the wrong people are listening. And then also, like, do we really have to tell people why they don't like a movie? Is it really all come down to politics? The only reason you don't like X is because you're this, or the only reason you do like that is because you're that. I don't like that, honestly, and I'm not gonna play by those rules. I, for now, will keep a lot of opinions to myself, uh, but I'm not sure for how much longer. You know, it's... uh, One friend of mine, uh, during a conversation about this, um and i said i don't know how much longer i can stop talking i cannot talk about this stuff or shut up about it and they said to me you own a comedy club (laughs) and i was like yeah exactly i own a club so i have to be very careful about what i say um because even something innocuous like oh i really like that movie because everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people will build men around that. The same way that happened when I said, oh, I don't like the Abrams Star Wars movies. Oh, well, that's because you're ex. Like, no, I'm not. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, yes. <laughs> so even me saying, at some point, I'm going to open my mouth, I think. Because uh, the way the world is going, or the way my community is going, I'm not a fan of that I'm not a fan of having to check to see who's listening before I give an opinion on something as innocuous as a movie I'm just not happy about that and I think as things always heighten what will that be like in five years oh do you like chocolate or vanilla I, I'd really rather not say because you know team vanilla oh right you know because all it takes is like you know one one person who's placed as one of the thought leaders on one side or the other to come out in support of one of those over the other and then everybody will run we already know this is true. You know, if somebody who's a thought leader on the right said, Well, I think only people on the right should eat chocolate, we know there's a huge number of people on the left who would go and eat vanilla and become team vanilla and proudly walk around with a shirt saying, We're Team Vanilla. Because, well, my question always comes back to, what is it we really want to do? Whether you're on the right or the left and you're talking to, well, now we're not not talking to, talking at people on the other side, what is it you really want? Do you want to show them a way to change their minds and see your way of thinking? Or do you just want to scream at people? Because where I sit, it seems like it's the latter, that all we want to do is yell at people. Um... And I and I know from when I participated on these boards, political boards, I uh, I would get into these fights with people, and this is like twenty years ago during uh, the nascent of you know online political boards. I would get into violent, not yeah, I mean, well, violent me words, uh, altercations with people, um, and. Uh, Oh, I would fume and oh, I would get so upset and I write them back and oh and then in the middle of one if that person disappeared, I'd go check again and again and again where'd they go where'd they go? The only thing worse for me than not having someone agree with me was that they weren't around or yelling back at me, so I I I didn't participate in that encounter that engagement of screaming at somebody. <laughs> so yeah. That's it. If that's what you like, that's cool, I guess. I don't want that. I want to be able to give opinions free and clear. Me personally, I don't care what anybody thinks. I care what people do. I care about their intentions, but not about their thoughts. Anyway, that's it for me today. Thanks so much, everybody. Hope you have a good week. Uh, please, if you have any comments, questions, whatever. Send me a note at ralph at socap.ca. That's S-O-C-A-P is in Peter.ca. Thanks so much, everybody. Take care. Bye.